Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbley. When I lived in the UK, there were two seasons of the show. In fact, I left through the second season of it, which was one of the great regrets I had associated with the time that we left the UK, aside from leaving the UK in general. It was a show called Time Commanders. Time Commanders is about a group of folk who get together and recreate historic battles, but they're people just taken off the streets. Clubs, badminton clubs, uh, I don't know, a variety of, like, whatever they call it, the home stock thing where people get together and fake buy stocks and work out the prices and these kind of things. Home investment, I don't know. I don't even know what the term is. But, you know, these kind of social clubs that get together on a periodic basis that can group a few people together and putting them in a general and various military leadership forms in order to refight battles from history. This was based on, and still is based on, the software engine Total War, which I think is an amazing software engine. I think it is the best of breed for historical simulation strategy games. And the collection of this with the Warhammer franchise, just I just can't wait till it comes to the Mac. It might actually be a huge productive drain on these short funk recordings when that actually comes to the Mac. In any case, Time Commanders was very impactful for me in the UK because it put together two things I'm really passionate about, history and simulation software. And to put those two things together and to do it in a let's try to introduce this to the masses format, I thought was beautiful. A lot of it is really frustrating. You can find a lot of it on YouTube. If you search Time Commanders, certainly a large portion of the first two seasons is there. The fact that everyday people just aren't cut out to be generals, I think is very well noted through Time Commanders. And there's a lot of stuff that, um, I don't know, just subpar clearly. There are military professionals, historians, fighting recreators and actors. I don't know what one would call it, like professional and actors, not LARPers. But anyway, they're a group of folk that are the background narrative, almost the commentators associated with battles. One of the individuals who participated in this was a historian who had the surname Nushbaka. This historian is now a woman. She is a transgender, I don't know what one would call them, like a, almost a spokesperson in the UK, or at least a transgender figurehead in the UK. And in terms of my friends, some of the most interesting and, I don't know, just deepest friends that I have met in recent years have been transgender. And I think the whole nature of the role that like gender plays and also the role of changing gender. I guess the fact that people who have changed their gender have had a series of really deep intellectual processes that they've gone through in order to do this indicates a, and this is me trying to understand basically why these people have had such a strong impact on my own life. They have just answered some of the most fundamental questions associated with existence. And I think in many regards come up with answers that I agree with. You know, they've clearly done a soul searching which is so rare in general humanity. And in this light, Nushbaka as a historian, as a figurehead, I've got to point out to you, I found Nushbaka fascinating. The nature of his role, both in terms of really interesting explorations of like history, and in particular how the Israeli army is Jewish. She's Jewish. No. The Israeli army used techniques primarily from the Germans in the Second World War and a variety of really interesting contradictions fascinating breadth of historical work a lot of it dealing with historical irony his military history irony which i find fascinating as well the correspondence that the had associated with being adopted and trying to find adopt well original parents i don't know even know what would cause it in 
the kind of adopted narrative, but finding parents in New York and the nature of the adoption from New York and all these kind of things, just absolutely fascinating person. And someone who was somewhat vilified by the far right, well, you know, a good portion of the popular media in the UK, and then completely at odds to all of that, rebuilt themselves and now appears on the season three of Time Commanders more than a decade after season two. The return of Time Commanders to UK television is one of the things that I really lament that I'm not there in order to participate in that because I think it was just such a seminal thing in my thinking of putting simulation and military history together in a publicly accessible format that got people thinking outside the boundaries of what typically happens with folks that are interested in military history or simulation or both of them. So the return of Time Commanders, for me, is a sign, for want of a better term, a signal that the universe is sending me, that the UK, for all the media and other crap that comes out associated with the UK, that this is still a place where stuff that's important to me can rise above at all. And it's not the best possible television I could ever possibly consume, but just getting these two ideas out there to a broader audience, it's something that I've got to stand by, got a rubber stamp, got to say thumbs up to. And I'm really, really, really pleased that it has returned in such an amazing way and that Nushbaka can join all the other cast of characters that were past the original and represent once again. Tom Bubbley in San Jose, signing out.